Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers. I'm Will Legator. And today we're doing something completely new. Now, this is a film, uh, and, 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 I, and I think I like this formatting. Um, I mean, it's, it's hard, because I have seen a lot of films. So, okay. it, it, yes. Um, my Tom's tips for watching more films. Uh, lose all social contact with people and not have any friends for a long period of your life. <laughs> um, and you get to watch more films. So who's the winner? You do. <laughs> um, and I'm happy for it. Uh, so what we're doing today, for the past, we have known our wonderful guest today, Katrina Units. Give us a, give us a hello before I keep rambling. Hi. Uh, we have known wonderful Katrina for, I, I was trying to figure it out. It, it's going on four and a half four years, Four years. That's yeah. four Oh, it'll be four years, years exactly, yeah, because it's terms. Yeah. Um, and you're a great friend. And all we have heard is about how much you adore <laughs> your favourite film in the world, Sliding Doors. Have you ever wondered what might have been? Would things be different if you caught the train instead of missing it? How much would your life change if you were 10 minutes early? Hello? <laughs> instead of 10 minutes late? Helen? I had just caught that train. I'd have been home ages ago. Oh, you don't want to go wondering about things like that. Now, Helen's life is about to go down two different tracks. Gwyneth Paltrow and Gwyneth Paltrow in the story of a woman about to choose between a life with a man she's always loved. Jerry, I asked a simple question. I mean, there's no need to become Woody Allen. And a life with a man she's just met. I kissed you. Yeah, I spotted that too. Intermedia Films and Mirage Enterprises present a romantic comedy about one woman. I'm over him. No, you're not. I am. And life's infinite possibilities. Now I'd never seen Sliding Doors. Will had never seen Sliding Doors. I knew I knew the premise because, as we know, I'm a bit Rain Manny. I know that it's Gwyneth Paltrow. I know that it's Gene Triplehorn. I know that it's uh, John Hanna. I know that it's this dueling uh, timelines thing. But I'd never actually seen it. Um, Don't think that I, I. I I didn't think that. I'm truly, truly sorry. chances and a destiny that lies behind two sliding doors a film by peter howitt so katrina uh, did you know anything about it will other than that sort of uh by standing uh view of of, of katrina i'll i i i never knew I never cottoned on that sliding doors meant the, the tube station. Um, I always <laughs> imagined when uh, when you um, I was that behind when you I, I think you talked about it a lot during sort of our A level uh, drama writing sessions, um, yep. and all I could imagine was you know those sort of Japanese sliding walls. Oh, right, I okay. thought it was one of them. Like paper screens, that kind yeah. of thing. You still didn't understand why it was called Sliding Doors until that final elevator, did you? 
<laughs> or, or was it the scene where she's where she finds out that he's married and, and he and she stands in front of the automatic doors and they keep <laughs> shutting and opening? Yeah. I enjoyed that very much. Um, but Katrina, why don't you tell us a bit about uh, what is arguably uh, your favourite film? What's there to say? What can I say that hasn't already been said? I mean, (laughs) let's be real. It's not a popular film. It's very rare I meet someone who's ever seen it. I I first watched it because um, we were in France and a family friend had lots of the Daily Mail free DVDs. This is exactly that sort of movie. (laughs) This and the jazz singer. And, and then, West Side Story. Yeah, and I, I had never seen it, so we all watched it, and I was like, what a wonderful film. And from there on, it was just my favourite film. I think Gwyneth Paltrow is a great actress. It's wonderful, yeah. Questionable person. <laughs> but a good actress. Yes. And I don't know, it's, it's one of my comfort films. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting out of it. I know exactly what's going to happen. I can just sit back and I can just watch it. It's not the best film I've ever seen, but it's my favourite. Your love of this film, not to name any names, but you didn't like a teacher, and then your opinion of that teacher slightly changed when when uh, they revealed that their favourite film was Sliding Doors. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe he's not that bad. It was like and a then... weird thing, because you never expect anybody to say Sliding Doors. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, I like really clever films where it's a, an idea. So I like sliding doors. And you, to be crude, you you just, ah, you just went, yeah. ah. <laughs> I remember um, one of my first weeks of uni, because obviously I do media. I said like, oh, what's everyone's favourite films? And it's lots of film bros being like, uh, Pulp Fiction and like <laughs> Inception. And then I, and even the girls were like saying the same kind of thing. And then I'm like, my favourite film is Sliding Doors. <laughs> so that, in, in that scenario, I'd be like, Ratatouille and Chicken Run. And I would be very quickly um, unfriended. Yesterday, I was, I was doing some scheduling um, at the dinner table uh, with my sister <laughs> because I had to do some scheduling, blah, blah, blah. And I said, and now I need to move Ratatouille. And my sister very loudly said, his favourite film is Ratatouille <laughs> and Chicken Run with the most disdain. I, more disdain than I've, than I've ever said it with, so. Oh, I was hoping that would be... I like those films. They're great They're films. Fine They're fine films. They're fine films. Fun fact, the scene where Remy uh, gags, at the, it's been memed a lot, smelling <laughs> the, uh, the soup, and it, it goes like that. That's, it's actually impossible for rats to gag. So no, they the don't soup, have a gag reflex. The soup that um, Alfredo Linguini makes must have been pretty bad. Right. Which is why um, poppers aren't a very big thing amongst the um, gay population of rats. Yeah. I once read a spy novel as a very young child and like the opening scene was some like a it was a politician who was closeted. And so they killed him in a, in a gay bar. And there was a very long graphic depiction, uh, sorry, description of what poppers were. And I, and I was like, I'm just trying to read this spy novel. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the detective was like, 
he was using uh, anal nitrate because he it makes him have a bigger gag reflex when he's going down on guys. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I thought yeah. this was Tinker Taylor. <laughs> My favorite um, scene in Sliding Doors is also where. Um, Helen uses poppers. Oh, it's, it's, it's my favourite scene, actually. She does make a reference to blowjobs. She does? To the director. Like... Did you know that she that's also... the director? I did not. That's Peter Howitt. Um, she also makes a reference to Woody Allen. <laughs> she sure does. Yeah, I, 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 yeah Tom definitely picked up on that. Um, Anyway, let's let's jump into sliding doors. Do it. I mean, he'll go through. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna say something now. So, Katrina, the last film that we had you on for was About Time, which is another mm-hmm. very British um, sci-fi. Robert. Yeah, I'd say bending mm. bending time movie. And uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna come out with it now. I can not see myself watching About Time for a very long time. I just I I, I it <laughs> didn't do it for me. I loved Sliding Doors, Katrina. Oh my God, did you? <laughs> I really loved That makes Sliding me Doors. so happy. I'm and not I, even kidding. And I can see myself watching Sliding Doors again. Um, unlike, I wish that I had a Blu-ray of Sliding Doors. I wish that I'd bought the DVD of About Time. I wish I had a Sliding Doors moment where, um, I mean, I don't want my, I'm sorry, I don't want my excitement to come off um, as if this is a masterpiece. But uh, it was a very enjoyable film. I, 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 I'm a yeah. big fan of Gwyneth Paltrow. I, um, right? That's the bit that my mum doesn't like about the film. Yeah, Shakespeare in Love. I, I, I don't like Shakespeare in Love. And mm. obviously that's her best actress. And that's where people started turning on her because she was you know, crying very excessively and it came off a little bit fake. Um, and so that was the, the, the bit where people were against her a little bit. But Talented Mr. Ripley, phenomenal seven i think she's she is Ugh. dare i say the heart of the film you know the she's the only good bit. she's like the best character in that you gonna say she's the only good bit of seven i mean like the only like good like normal person yeah she 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 certainly has a, a head on her shoulders yeah oh <laughs> oh <laughs> Good one, Paul's a good one. I don't know. She just, I just always liked her character in that. I do too. I think the one? scene. I think the scene about the pregnancy with Morgan Freeman is one of the best scenes in the film. And then Kevin Spacey. Oh, he didn't know. Oh, <laughs> very good, very good film. Uh, and I'm sure we will do seven. And I'm sure uh, if you want to come on, Katrina, you can come on. Uh, oh. Will, what was your opinion? What was your brief opinion of of Sliding Doors? I enjoyed sliding doors. Um, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you, Tom. Um, that's because I like really bad cartoons. Um, no, I, I, I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, no, yeah, I, I, I will probably watch it again. Yeah. Yay. Uh, YouTube comments. Who's here after oh. watching Kimmy Schmidt's Sliding Doors episode? Do you watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Katrina? I've seen like the first few episodes, but I had no idea there was a Sliding Doors episode. There's also a Sliding Doors episode of Frasier, which is great. The Frasier episode is wonderful. Um, is there a Sliding Doors episode of Community? Oh, I don't know if it's Sliding Doors, but it's like... It's not Sliding it's Doors, the, the, the there's different... the dice one. Yeah. That's the probably the best realities. One. I um, love Community. Yeah, Community is good. Um, 
Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, I, I, I did the first season, it's just not 30 Rock. I love 30 Rock and I think that 30 Rock's infinitely better. Important movie, when you feel you've missed your train and how that's exactly what's better for you for the long run outcomes. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't the version, die. <laughs> yeah, the version where she missed the train, she ended up surviving, so mm. true. Moral of the story is, Sometimes it's better if you miss the train, because in the end, you risk becoming a Karen. I don't think... Oh! That's, a, that's, a, that's a reference to a bloody haircut. Oh, is it? I, I, I'm not down with the kids. I, uh, I know that a Karen <laughs> is an annoying white woman who moans. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was specifically hair-based hair as well. <clears throat> a beautiful actress acting alongside two simps. Phew! Strongly disagree. Jerry, I mean, we'll get to Jerry. Jesus a terrible Christ. human being. <laughs> when it, like, the, the Ku Klux Klan leader in Birth of a Nation and um, Ralph Fiennes in Schindler's List are two of the most abominable characters of all time. But Jerry in Sliding Doors is also pretty oh, bad. I hate him. <laughs> I also hate his friend, Russell. Oh. Yeah, what characters? Well, we'll get to this. Terrible. Yeah. Um, however, John Hanna is not a simp. Is does simp stand for something? I, I, again, I've been called a simp. So basically, oh, I can see that. For all the podcast listeners who don't know what a simp is, and to educate you two, as I'm down with the kids, uh, <laughs> yes. a simp is basically a man who does things for women um, without receiving like any, and she never shows interest. But he'll do like loads of things for her, and like a friend zone. Kind of, but more like you know those really try sort of hard. Groveling. Oh, oh, do you, do you want? Do you want know, to like, say that? Oh, oh, okay. Like gro- yeah, that kind of thing. But now on the internet, it's kind of devolved into a man is nice to a woman, simp. Yeah. A man doesn't hate a woman, simp. Do you know I what remember, I mean? It, it's basically. I remember when sex, cook... it's turned into like a sexist term now. I remember it's kind of similar cook to cook. Yeah, that was a big thing. With with the kids, <laughs> at cuckolding. Um, oh, I, I, I said that in when I was playing Eno Barbus in uh, Anthony and Cleopatra. That's a throwback. But and yeah, I said that in an I argument keep, with an ex lover. I keep getting lens flares. Sorry, I can't. I don't. JJ Abrams is connecting your. Uh, say. Uh-huh, 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 um, but like yeah, it. so I would. Strongly disagree with that comment because James is just a nice person. We yeah. could, yeah, you could say he's a bit friend zony for a for a while, but to be, I mean, he, 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 there is a momentary lapse of concentration, and he's, uh, just, he's what he's what many would call he's too nice, which is uh, a problem because women pro- an issue. like bastards. <laughs> I am a bastard. I know that they don't. I know that they don't, Katrina. And I know that you always you always get annoyed because I always go, women don't like nice guys because I was a nice guy and then the the next You were guy a nice guy. What what happened next? <laughs> turned into taxi driver because I because <laughs> Shepherd left me. No, and, 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 and you know, the other guy was, you know, a typical just waste of space, but he was he a was rugby a guy. Yeah, he was a, he was he was a, a rugby Jerry. guy. So I naturally, and I don't think, you know, too 
I'm reading too much into it of like, no, women don't like the nice, you know. I disagree because James is like my dream man from Sliding Doors. And I'm yeah, glad I watched Culture is my dream woman. Right? Them. Helen's wonderful in that film. Helen James is, is great. I want to be Anna. I feel like that's the kind of friend that I am. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, especially when she's, when she's on the phone and stretching for no reason. She's <laughs> <laughs> just such an odd character. Oh, no. The bloody door slid. That's the there was two of them. Is that a reference to something? Make it fine now. And a bit of philosophy now from William Crow. Too bad real life doesn't deal in ifs. I mean, that depends who you're talking to, because some physicists would argue that there are infinite things happening. There are no Every accidents. Everything you do is an if. Mm. There if? is. They did make a musical of this. Um, well, no. Not of sliding, sliding doors. Not, not of sliding doors. They made a musical with the exact same thing uh, called If oh, Then with Adina Menzel. And apparently it was just a, <laughs> Adele Dazim. With a wickedly Adele talented Dazim. Adele Dazim. <laughs> Adele Dazim. Um, and apparently it was just a big old mess because, you know, they didn't, for starters, they didn't have the hair change, which is. Which? Arguably is the reason this film works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it genuinely is. Like, I think there are parts where very hard oh well, not for me because i know exactly yeah. who's what and what mm. but like i can imagine that coming in and watching it with fresh eyes you're like hold on how come she's with him now and the i was never confused with helen but for the jerry, entire film, jerry, jerry and gene triplehorn i had no idea which timeline they were having sex in which timeline they she was pregnant in until the final Cutting between the rain and the Gene mm. Triplehorn's evil scheme. <laughs> um, oh, she's so evil. She's really mean. Um, I was just deciding whether or not to have your boyfriend's baby. <laughs> um, real, real uh, evil piece of work. Best 10 minute stretch. Katrina, why don't you lead us? See, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> and I don't, I like the bit where they're talking in the boat and they have their first kiss. Mm. But I'm not quite sure if that's 10 minutes. No, no. I, we, I think that's a good single minute. Uh, but we can talk about it now. I think it's now. a bit longer than a minute. Um, I know, but we're loosey goosey. Because then they have the, the, you know, the sexy times. And then yeah. she wakes up and she finds the no of him Which being like, now that was a big lapse in concentration or judgment or whatever he says mm. and then she turns over and she's like <laughs> and then she goes serious and then she smiles again i'm just like oh you know when you first like someone and like yeah. get like a nice text off them i just i just love that bit and their first kiss is so sweet and it's romantic. a good kiss we, we me and will are very keen on noticing good and bad kissing in movies and this is a good kiss well it, that, it's just that, not a, a jimmy stewart later on Kissing every mm -hmm. part of the yeah, kissing oh, the every inch of the face, and um, and also it looks like good sex. It looks nice, right? Yeah, it, it looks, two people uh, very compatible. Yeah, um, he seems like a giver. <laughs> yes, I, I was. I, I have no doubt that Jerry hasn't um, performed Cunnilingus in a very very long time, if ever. But I'm sure that it's the first thing James did. Oh yeah, for definite. <laughs> 
So that's my favourite ten minute stretch. I think adding on that part and then the note the morning after makes a ten. Yeah, her little wry yeah. smile. It's a good note. Mm. I think you've you've got it spot on. That sort of. I mean, I I uh, wouldn't know, uh, but um, I'm sure it's nice to get a nice text um, after. A I also don't know. So. Yeah. Cheer up. You know what the Monty Python boys say? Nobody expects a Spanish Inquisition. Only dream, or just rewatch sliding doors. Um, any that? other any other nominations for ten minutes stretch? From me? Yeah. I mean, not chaotic is the bit where it's switching between the two women, and and there's the bit where she gets <laughs> bloody bulldozed by the van that just comes. Ah, that's my that's my ten minutes stretch. <laughs> Starting really from like the, the direct copy of It's a Wonderful Life on the bridge and then going to... Uh... There's many scenes with people on bridges. Do, right, here's the thing. I know that it's a, it's a beautiful moment and they're in the rain and stuff, but would you... And I, you know, I've had the... You I'd know, say, long, let's go inside somewhere. Yeah, I've had the long, depressive walk it's of freezing. the soul. And, I, you know, I've been like, oh, I'm going to sit in the rain. But... It's torrential rain. I don't know for how. I don't know if I could stand there that long, because it doesn't matter how depressed you are. At a certain point, you do go, yeah, but. Oh, it's a bit chilly. In half an hour, I do have to go home and I have to <laughs> cry in my own room, and I'm going to have to have all these wet clothes. Yeah, and I can't remember. She's either wearing like a leather or a wool coat, and neither are nice in the rain. True, and all, but um, but accidental rain. Like getting caught in the rain when you're running with a lover is great. Um, yeah, that's good. no, 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 no. When you when you are running, no, no, no. So you are going back to a hotel. It's very specific memory, but you are going back to a hotel. So it doesn't matter how wet your clothes get because they're immediately going to go off when you when you're going to bed. So no, I don't mean that way. Uh, I but, wear my um, clothes. <laughs> I wear my sodden wet clothes to bed, but like. If you're running in the rain and it doesn't matter how wet you're going to get because your clothes yeah. are going to go off straight away, there's nothing better. And you're well, in I'd, Liverpool. I'd be shouting many a curse word, complaining the whole way, and then having a go at, at the receptionist for, for the you rain. You would have a go at the receptionist <laughs> for a rain. Why is there it's rain? minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> Woman working at an Ibis. Uh, yeah. Katrina, what's a male Karen? Oh, there is a word, isn't there? A will. A will. <laughs> oh, I was going to say From now on, we're going to call them a will. A will. <laughs> um, I have the restaurant opening. I think it just yeah. looks fun. She looks great with the little flowers in her hair. I love a... the little flowers in yeah. her hair. I think 
it's a beautiful black dress. John Hannah's very nice. You know, how refreshing was it that there wasn't the scene of John Hannah? Like, I know that there's the five minutes where they don't talk. So he's clearly a bit annoyed. Not annoyed, but he's clearly like... Well, he does it in a nice... He's doing yeah. it for a nice reason. How refreshing well. was it that we didn't have to sit through the five-minute argument of, where did you kiss him? Wait, wait. Are you still in love with yeah, him? She still clearly him? did not want yes. to be kissed as well. No, he's like I know. very much like... That is my least favourite thing in films. When, when, the, when the woman or the guy who's the ex or whatever kisses the person and then the new person walks in nothing gives me more anxiety and fury than that in movies because they they didn't mean to and oh, and they never understand because why would you understand there's never any communication mm. Even communication lets you down but mm. i do yeah i like the restaurant opening um again jerry i just don't like him <laughs> Have you, either of you watched The Fall? The Gillian Anderson, Mr. Grey, Jamie Dorman uh, detective show. It's very good. I've said it, it's been suggested for me. It's, it's very good and it's Scottish. No, sorry, he's <laughs> Irish. He's Irish, isn't he, Jerry? And, um, and he's the lead uh, police chief. So for like the first half an hour, I was like, who is he? Because <laughs> now he's got a full beard and he's very nice also in The Fall. So oh, nice. <laughs> I didn't understand. <laughs> Why is me nice? Um, yeah, I, I also have date slash commiserations. I think that's the scene where the dual timelines works best with the um, oh, creative yeah. editing, the creative mm. camera work of them both being in the same bar. I think that's when it's at its best. Um, I have a, I have a lot of changes which we'll get to. I'm also yes, to little things, but um, oh no, oh not too many, <laughs> not too many. They're more like just, observations. Just They're more observations than changes. Okay, yeah. But we'll break. I it have down. some. I have some things I would also change. Mm. Um, well, any other nominations for ten minute stretch other than the morbid? Death slash paralysis. Falling down the stairs. I know. I know. Uh, Tom's really specific favourite parts of the film. Again, I didn't really know where to put things. Um, the tube guy singing his song. Have you? I've been on yeah. the tube. Oh, like in about time. Oh, that too. Jesus Christ. That's another <laughs> reason. Yeah. So they've ripped off sliding doors with that scene. Yeah. But with a worse song. The worst song, and <laughs> just with everything's worse in the bad time. Uh, uh, read, read my blog. I, I had to. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, um, the tube guy. Nobody sings that. Like, n nobody does this. They just don't. And I, know I don't know. People are a bit weird. I've had like people see it on the bus before. I've been a bit like... Yeah, I guess. Lady Shagging Godiva. <laughs> oh my god, why did they use the word shagging so much? <laughs> Lydia stubbed her toe. She's like, I've stubbed my shagging toe. It's, yes. like, <laughs> it's, it's so they, weird. They do that in, in the Torchwood as well. Yeah. Mm. But it's so weird in G Triple so. Horn's American voice. I've never heard mm. an American 
Like, it's that weird thing of Americans who have either lived in England. Like, Amelia is our American... Oh, she's not an American exchange, but she's, she's doing all three years of the course. So she's lived in England now for two years. And sometimes she says things that are British. And it just, it's like, ugh! <laughs> it just... <laughs> Yeah. And, I, and I don't hide my disgust. And it, it's, it's like um, in Terminator, where he does people's voices and it doesn't match because he's Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. but he's doing the voice. Of, um, have you ever heard, has anybody ever used the phrase, you look like suicide on a stick? Yeah, um, it's an interesting one, that, isn't it? Um, right. Will, you can help me on this. Hello. Let's break down this Monty Python thing. Because I don't, because <laughs> half of them don't actually make any sense. So is the joke that. It, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. It, the joke is that it doesn't make sense of. What, Python? Yeah, surrealism? No, 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 no. I'm talking about no. specifically the. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yes. Is the joke that. I'm supposed to say I always look on the bright side of life, but ha ha ha, yeah. I'm going to say something that's not expected. Yeah, but they use yeah. it too many times. They use it they far too many times. They, that's one of my things that I would change. They should have only used it in their one time when they were meeting. It's like, ha ha ha, yeah. that's funny, didn't it's, expect that. And also it's not then, the end line. It certainly shouldn't be the ending. I know, you know, bookends and all that, and it, it's fate and... All that. No, no, no. At the end, they're like, oh. And it like, does that really awkward that. freeze frame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the kiss fail. Again, we talked, we brought, we, we, you know, we talked oh, about the on the boats. But the fail oh, kiss. It's heartbreaking. It's really rough. But like, at the same time, it's like, oh, he's so gay though. Because, like, when you go into, like, a breakup, like, I didn't mm. want anything like that. And, you know, people... And you were just like, oh, and he's so nice, but she's not ready yet. Mm. And it looks like a very sweet moment. And I understand why he went in for the kiss, and I'm glad that she then went in. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get into dangerous territory of, like, you know, you know, she was it, it, giving off bad signals and, like, all that sort of business. But it, the problem is, is that then she does go through it. And I know that, you know, you know, your opinions can change and all that. Um, and I would completely do what James does and, and halt. But the way that she goes, says no, and then it's, oh, I know this is an opportune kissing moment. And then she, and then she does it. What, what specifically changes in that moment? Does she have the moment of, well, I'm gonna have to. Well, I'm gonna. I want to kiss him, but I'm saying no. What do you think's going through her head in that moment? In between, um, well, kiss it's, it's all still very kiss. fresh, isn't it? She wants to be sure. Is it yeah, fresh though? Think, it's been a while. I think that here's how I take that moment. Yes. So she's having a good time, and she's like. You know, she's just laughing. She's having a really good time, and then he tries to kiss her, and it, suddenly the mo it does the mood changes, doesn't it? It does. Hmm. It goes from being here's someone I really like and is platonic with, but I'm still getting over that guy, Lucky Jerry. But now, and then he tries to kiss her, and now she's thinking, "Oh wait, he is an option." As in, like, she probably wasn't thinking like. 
oh yeah here's someone I could actually be with but him trying to kiss her sometimes it's very confusing and you know all, all these emotions and she I, I always take it that she's like oh oh someone else does want to kiss me I'm not undesirable you know and then when she's sinking and then when she goes in to kiss him I think she's like she realizes that she's been enjoying spending time with him more than she ever enjoyed spending time with Jerry. Because like when you look at their when you look at their relationship, awful, terrible. Mind you, they do they seem just... to have a good night on the on their little date. Mind you, he's just getting a pissed. Yeah. <laughs> they do seem to have a nice night on their little grosh date. But you know, I think you can have nice times, but someone it's, it's about how someone makes you feel as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I think that James makes her feel good. Yes. Uh, this is probably going to change. The very long Gary Glitter monologue. Mm. <laughs> With Pamela. Which, is, which has aged like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> she was eight and she left me for Gary Glitter. <laughs> Oh, David, yeah. Cassidy, David Cassidy, sure, but not Gary Glitter. Um, the bed note. Maybe he knew. Everybody knew. This is the thing that people don't like. People do understand, but they don't understand. Everybody knew that <laughs> Jimmy Savile. Everybody knew them. This is the thing. That's mm. the worst part about it. Um, so I think that was an intentional, intentional dig at Gary Glitter. Like, um, what, was it Frank Skinner and David Baddiel who? Always used to slip it in into their into their radio. Was it their radio show or their TV? And they were like, "Have you heard that thing about Jimmy Savile?" And then, like, so they'd come back from ad breaks, and they'd be halfway through a conversation about yeah. Jimmy Savile, and they'd be uh, like, yeah. "But they wouldn't say his name." And they'd be like, "Oh yeah, you know, yeah, he likes dead bodies." Oh hello everybody. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you know where that yeah, so comes I think from? That was Very morbid tangent. So basically, he was obsessed with death, Jimmy Savile. And the people conflate the necrophilia thing, where there's no actual evidence that he was a necrophiliac, mm. but there was a written record that he interfered with a dead body because he stole somebody's glass eye from a dead body because he was so obsessed with death. But obviously on the record, it goes down as interfered with a dead body. So... You jumped oh, to necrophilia. Uh, very morbid tangent. The pregnancy when she keeps trying to ring Jerry and then That's... she puts the phone down and she goes, oh, yeah. and I just thought I'd tell you, I'm pregnant. One of the big things that's surrounding this film, this sort of ominous shadow, is the accent. And I actually don't think it's that bad at all. I think there are, there are, yeah. there are a few I moments. think it's perfectly passable. <laughs> yes. Um, but with Gene Triplehorn at the window, and oh Jesus Christ! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> there is as it goes. And then she's like, "What is it?" And he's like, "Oh, so exciting that you heard back from the job." As the as the film goes on, I won't say I like Jerry more, but I like Jerry as the sort of fumbling. Yeah, the Woody Allen type of the sort of. <laughs> I'm trying to juggle. She literally calls him Woody Allen. Yeah. I could. I could. Watch a movie because it's because we love Helen so much that that we hate Jerry. But I could watch a bit of a movie where Jerry's trying to fumble 
fumble about, I don't know. Uh, and then, and then just enough to break your heart when, because, uh, you know, when the doctor comes to John Hannah and goes, are you, are you a, her husband? And he goes, um, we're, we're getting, we're getting married. Why does he say we're getting married? Um, because maybe he was thinking about proposing. It's a bit presumptuous, isn't he? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, James, don't. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I'm... I, I, I know this is an ideal sort of kissing moment. You know, night, moon, boat, water lapping. You know, it's um, it's perfect, and I'm, I'm not not feeling that it would be nice. I don't really know anything about you, and I'm, I'm still on a rebound. Oh God, I hate that word, but I am. Oh, who isn't? Everyone is. I'm on the rebound myself, in a way. So who are you on the rebound from? Girl called Pamela. My whole life pivots around Pam and I breaking up. When was that? 1973, we were eight. <laughs> I bloody loved that woman. <laughs> no warning, just up, gone, left me for somebody else. Who? Gary Glitter. <laughs> Gary Glitter, for crying out loud. I mean, it's a very touching moment. And um, obviously that death is beautiful. And... <laughs> Just love John Hanna. John he's, he's, he's very good at um, he's very good at doing the ah ha ha. I'm a funny guy. Oh now I'm stop sad. all the clocks. <laughs> oh stop. <laughs> this Let's is a poem I saw in the motion picture. <laughs> um, Will's more general favorite pastime. Hello. Um, I've got um, Benny and the Jets. Here's a right. I had this in chain slash question slash could you have sex to Elton John's greatest hits? No. Especially not honky cat. <laughs> <laughs> right. I well I've never been a sex and music guy. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I just have I don't like listen to just the charts or whatever and everything sort of slow R and B sexy I guess you could call it sexy music. And like, let's, I'm general. Bump and grind. Yeah, I don't listen to general, uh, sorry, I don't listen to bump and grind music. If I put on my general playlist on shuffle, the song I'd be having sex to would be Tom Jones, Help Yourself, <laughs> uh, followed by... Which um, I... Yeah, followed by Brilliant Disguise by Bruce Springsteen, that'd be good. Oh. Oh. Dance Yourself Dizzy by Liquid Gold. Uh, oh, Black, yeah. Black Velvet by Alana Miles. That that's pretty sexy. I could I could go for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I know that this is just a me thing. I know that many people can't have sex without music. I mean, they can, but anyway. Um, but definitely I, not I just the greatest like... hits of Elton John. I quite like the sassy line when she's like, she walks in and she could have said anything. She'd have called him anything, but she just goes, I didn't think you liked Elton John. I think that's great. What about the um, when yeah. he comes and he goes, Oh, oh, comes, when God. he comes, <laughs> but 
he comes in time with Benny and the Jets and he's like, oh, oh Benny and the Jets. And she's like, oh, and he's like, oh, oh when, my God. When he first realises she's there and he's like, trying to, that's funny. It goes on for far too, I know that Gene Triple <laughs> can't see and she just thinks that he's into it. But, yeah, because he does finish. Yeah, you I mean, see it in his face. Just as, just as yeah. she walks in. Bad timing. Bad, bad old timing. And yeah. I've also got that bit where um, she redials the phone um, and calls... Um, oh, calls Lydia back. The other missus. I like that bit. I like that. Uh, I don't think we need to do Oscar Travesty this week. I don't know if there's an Oscar Travesty. Um, I think it should be nominated for all of the Oscars. Everything. The travesty um, was that it was snubbed at the Oscars by not even getting nominated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Will's sure. favourite building or set? Yay! Um, that's a nice bedroom. When uh, mm. when he's pretending that she's a noisy neighbour with the bedpost yeah. and the, that's oh, yeah. a nice room. Oh, the restaurant. The, the hotel place. The hotel yeah. in Dorset. Yeah. That bedroom. I'd probably go for that. It's quite grandiose. Mm. Best single minute. I like. Oh, sorry. Go on, Katrina. Do you have? I was going to say I liked his mate's restaurant. I joined the restaurant scene. It just—it's very lively and happy. Terrible name, Clive's Bar and Restaurant. Yeah, not one I'd choose. Yeah, especially when it's supposed to be a bit bougie, which it clearly is, and like is influenced by this Pierre Claude. (laughs) Is Pierre Claude a real guy, Will? I think or, he is. Or do they just throw out a French yeah, name generator? A French painter. There you go. Ah. What's the what's the two Ronnies in the what does what does uh John, uh, Renee say? Paint strippers. <laughs> uh best single minute. I've got the first meet between the, the tube between James yep. and yeah. Helen. It's a nice meet cute. Yeah, definitely. Is that her stop? See, I don't know. I think she was gravitated towards him straight away. Yeah. And she's going to walk with him. But surely she's going to have to get back onto the shoe. No, because depending on what stop she's at, she could only be like a five-minute walk or a ten-minute walk. True, 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 true. Or maybe like it that. was her stop. Maybe it was her stop. Hmm. We never know. We, yeah, we never know. Uh, I have the diner again. The sort of introduction of the sort of... Oh, yeah. Oh, when no, they're no. having the milkshakes and when stuff. When they're having the milkshakes. And yeah. she's like, oh, my friend Anna thinks you're cute. And he's like, cute? Your friend Anna? And I could have spent the money on her. £2.85. I, like uh, I, I think, yeah, James, I think... Is this, I know it's completely removing the entire conceit of the film. Is this movie infinitely better if it's an hour? No, no, it's not. I'm going to answer my own question. Because it, that, then it's just a boring rom-com and we've seen that a million times. And even though Gwyneth Paltrow of John Hammer of great exactly, chemistry. Exactly, I like the... Hmm. They did have really great chemistry. Yeah. They, I can see a sort of a sliding doors universe where they become a Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, and they do a couple of films together. But, yeah, uh, I have seen that. Except they have chemistry, unlike Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. 
the reason that Sleepless hey. in Seattle works is because they don't share any screen time. Um, I mean, I thought You've Got Mail was a brilliant film. I never liked You've Got Mail, I have to say. <laughs> I know, that's why I said it. I like The Terminal. It's not got Meg Ryan in it, it's just, it's just a nice... <laughs> <laughs> it's a good film. It's my favourite my favorite Spielberg. I like Top Gun. <laughs> Doesn't have to make sense, it's got Meg Ryan in <laughs> Take me to bed and lose me forever! Um, and the the end is a little bit messy, I feel. The, the yes. whole... Like, I get it. I mean, uh, the end, you could have... You see the ending a mile off, you know. As soon as she dies, you're like, okay, but she's going to meet John Hannah in the other one, and then you can figure out that they're going to, you know, have the lovely life that they should have had together. Um, with, with, uh, in her real reality. But it's, it's, it's messy, and the song comes in, and they, she drops the earring again, but in this reality, they've already dropped the earring. They've already done that, so they're repeating that, I suppose mm. it's just a callback to the first thing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cute. I, I guess. Um, best line. Take us away, Katrina. I'm sure you have an abundant. Uh, see, there's a bit where Jerry's like, Helen's in there and she's got blonde hair. <laughs> And there's a bunch of men, and it's like, how did you notice that that was her? Like, she's got completely different hair. She's not facing the window. In, in a crowd of rowdy rowers. Yeah, I was like... Maybe he was attracted to the sound. You need the line of, what the hell are they singing about? And then um, he looks in. Instead yeah, of him immediately seeing it. And then I do like the bit where... John Hanna saying, oh, I should have brought Anna for a drink instead. And I also like when Anna and Helen's like, I, I don't know. I like this, um, you know, what the Monty Python boys never, I like the, the, the you never expect the Spanish English one. But I wish they'd just used the first one and the last one mm. and none of the bits in the middle for that. They should shout it when he's the. Uh, Jerry should have done it as well when he's chasing her down the stairs. All of a sudden, 
Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. That would have been oof. Everybody's born knowing all of the Beatles lyrics instinctively. They're passed into the fetus subconsciously, along with all the aminonic stuff. Yeah, it should be called, should the, be called the Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> I like that. What are you doing yeah, two I weeks on Saturday? Down. Probably killing myself. Excellent. What time does that finish? Do you like boats? Oh, yeah, I like that bit. For God's sake, Jerry, I asked you a simple question. There is no need for you to become Woody Allen. Of course you like that bit. Naturally. Uh, Will likes Woody Allen too, Katrina. That bit, by the way, that whole conversation prior to her saying that line, it's a very good example of gaslighting in a relationship. Yes. She knows Mm. she saw two glasses there. She knows she did. Yeah. Mm. And then he's like, no, you didn't. How dare you insinuate? What are you trying to insinuate? very defensive. Yeah, he, right. I, it's almost as if, if he wants to if he wants to go and lie, get good at it. Like, it's Jerry, yeah. very obvious. The, the fact that Jerry has gotten away with this affair for so long. Right, let's ca- let's go through them. The after sex giveaway, where he's just like, "Oh, am I having an affair? I haven't even said anything yet." <laughs> and then the getting Lydia to pull up outside of the house, beep beeping, yeah. On the f- the fact that he rings the phone when Lydia's still in the hotel room. Jerry is terrible at affairs, and somehow, but also I don't like that he's so comically bad at affairs because it then makes Helen look stupid, and it makes you think that the but character she is isn't. a dumbo. I, th- I think it's literally just that he he's gaslighting him. Is no, I know that. No, I know that too. But the. And I think she does know. She just is she just willfully ignorant and I think she's just ignoring the fact that she does know. Mm. Cause it's very obvious. And she even comments on how obvious it is all the time. Mm. Those are my special water for dandy glasses, and they only come out for special occasions. That's the bit that really got me. That he used her special brandy glasses for his little sexy right. rendezvous. And then shoved it in the laundry basket. There and is, even in, oh then tried to distance her from her friend, friend Anna as well, yeah. By insinuating that she would do it when she was drunk, mm. even though she doesn't drink brandy. Because uh, then you've got sick. the first bit where Anna goes, um, "That sounds like something that's stupid. I'd have probably done it." Ha ha ha! Uh, and so she sort of forgets about it. But then you don't drink brandy, and then oh uh, no, makes me sick. Yeah. Why is everybody so thick accented around her? She's got, we've got John Hannah and Anna, two very thick Scots, J- Jerry, who's an Irish, and then Jean Triplehorn, who's basically then, playing Alex Forrest in Fatal Attraction. Like, they're ringing uh, up the, um, <laughs> the sandwich there's also, there's also Russell and his very strong Cockney accent. Oh, so you've come to me? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what a twat he is. He's I bad as like... well. Yeah. Uh, what's the change? Here we go. Yeah. Oh, no, wait. What was Will's favourite line? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Katrina. Um, we'll have you on more often. Um, you can speak for I... yourself, William. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like the bit where she's, uh, there's that guy and he's like, oh, what, what do you do when you're not uh, serving up burgers? And then she goes on the massive rants about all the 
the effort and the work she goes to. And then she's like, would you like some mayonnaise with that? I think that's quite a nice little backhanded. That's another bad example of Jerry. Like, she works all day, and then if she has And then energy, she goes she home and blow gives him a blowjob. <laughs> it's like, come on. So not only... So she doesn't even say, oh, yeah, I go home we and have sex. sex with my boyfriend. It's very she specifically. She just gives yeah. him a blowjob. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I'm tired. Can we go to bed? <laughs> what a terrible oh. person. Oh, it's been a long day. Have you been busy? Yeah, I went to the library and I've been writing. Oh, oh, oh. I was oh, having an affair. I mean, uh, I was at the <laughs> library. Um, Katrina, do you have any changes before we go to... Um... So the Spanish Inquisition bit used yeah. too much. Um, especially the bit where he's talking to his mum and she goes, Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, I know. Oh, I don't know. Also, I can't remember, but I don't think his mum's Scottish. No, she's not. She's very English. <laughs> Doesn't make too much sense. It's a bit... It's also a bit of... Um, I ha- Is John Hannah too much of a perfect guy? I know that she deserves it and Jerry's evil, and so we feel good that she's finally got somebody who's worthy of her. But is he too perfect? Like, he loves his, you know, his... his Got his mother and he's caring for her and all that. Is he too perfect? Does he need? Do we need the scene where he does get a bit pissed off that she kissed Jerry, or that Jerry kissed her? I think there could have been a bit where he was like, "You shouldn't have. You said you weren't ready. You shouldn't have kissed me if you were still dealing with this." And then mm. she could get annoyed at him and be like, "You never rang me to. So, you never asked me about it. You just mm. assumed." And then there could have been a bit where they were like, right, well, we need to communicate with each other more. Mm. Because literally he just says, I didn't ring you because I thought you needed to sort yourself out. Mm. She's upset he never rang because she didn't know that because there's a lack of communication. Yeah, which, which leads us to the fact that it's technically the running time of half the film. You know, if, yeah. this, if it was all them, then we would have those scenes. And, uh, and it, as I talked about earlier, it's refreshing that we don't. Uh, anything else, Trent? Um, what else would I change? We'll move to Will and we'll see if anything jumps into yeah. your mind. Will? Hey, I've just got three written down. First one, let's talk about that final freeze. Um, it's very awkward. And it's, it's, yeah. it's so clearly a freeze frame and it doesn't need it's to be. It's a freeze. And then the, the doors slide over the top of that still image. I don't like that. Yeah. Still. It should have just been them going like, hold on, where's this well, just a, fa- a fade to black, but then we've got uh, some elevator doors closing on a still image. It just looks awful. Or yeah. you just keep that shot rolling and the, the normal doors shut. I don't know why they are yeah. superimposed doors <laughs> over a freeze frame. Well, I suppose we don't. Maybe they, they was a bit longer and then they decided to cut the film there. Hmm. But there was actually that that scene was longer originally. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I've also got the very opening scene when she's running for the tube, uh, and then uh, she starts oh, running backwards. It's so messy. I don't like it. I don't like it. I know. I really. I think, don't they, like I think backwards running. I think it would have been better if there had been actual split down the middle, and yeah. you saw the two. I think that would have been great. 
As it sort of reminded me of um, Mr. Bean's Holiday, the Willem Dafoe movie, when he's just going up the escalator, then he, he goes backwards again. That's As great. somebody who's never seen the film but knew the premise, I always thought that that was going to be the opening yeah. credits. With the opening credits were going to be a split screen, and then Gwyneth, starring Gwyneth Paltrow, starring John Hammer, and you know, you'd know you have a jaunty song, and she's had her work day, and then the split screen... Yeah. She'd miss the train, she'd catch the train, cups of black, sliding doors. I, yeah, I never that thought been, that it would have been a wacky, that tinkle. And the music as well. Oh, so here we go. This is my main, the magical sound effect. <laughs> Whenever that comes on, oh, that, that, that's what Awful. stopped me from enjoying the film as much as I wanted. But to also, be. the doll girl. Why couldn't they have just... Why couldn't she have just tripped or something? Or some something other than that little girl with her doll? Yeah, why couldn't yeah. she, like... Why couldn't, you know, add to insult to her shitty day, why couldn't she have, like, dropped something and broken something? Or, or like, her car declines and she has to do it again. Something that's less inadvertently humorous as that doll girl <laughs> <laughs> whose mother just yanks her out the way. Yeah. So in actuality, this, the whole sliding doors is dependent on a, on a mother's care for her child. And, yeah, uh, I wouldn't call that yank caring. That was quite aggressive. No, caring for other people. Oh. And they like, were walking on the wrong side of the stairs yes, in yeah. London. You're supposed to, is it, you are. You're supposed to walk, you walk on, on the, the, left. the side that you drive. Which no oh. one... This is just a nice way. Well, is it, at uni, we have a lot of international students where because it's just us that are awkward that drive on the left. Whoever was walking on the right, and I'm like, ah! Mm. My, uh, my ex had a big thing about in shopping centres, um, the fact that you've got to do the whole thing. No, this is before COVID, uh, and she had a big thing of like, yeah, no, because like you do the walk, you walk the whole thing. And I was always yeah. moving from aisle to aisle, um, Oh, no, Depending you, you on do big, the, busy crowds. The wind. Oh, well. There you go. Uh, I've got Doll Girl, I've got The Twinkle, I've got Messi, I've got Sex to Betty and the Jets. The Brandy Spill? Ugh! That's just disgusting. Their sexy mm. brandy play. Ooh, ooh, we'll drink some brandy and then we'll yeah, spit on each other. Gross. And then they do it again with the champagne. Gross. I know that really people gross. have kinks and I don't want to kink shame anybody, but Sticky. Sp spitting brandy and champagne on one another. It can't be sexy. Um, Sticky. The score. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about the soundtrack. Is the soundtrack good? The soundtrack is simultaneously good and bad. As I A greeted product of Katrina, its time. Oh, yes. I greeted Katrina to the Zoom call by singing, uh, If it's good enough for you, it's good enough for me. Which is a great song. Um, however, everything else sort of feels a bit kitschy, especially Dido. Well, I wonder why. Why? <laughs> Which and is I instantly. Back, I that's my granddad's favourite song. Ever? Oh, fair enough. He's um, a very big Dido fan. Yeah. But does he, does he just... like that or does he like Stan? No, he, he's like an actual Dido like fanatic. Die Hard Dido. <laughs> Yeah, um, but it is very much. It's a '90s film. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like very 
very much a product of. I know that we're sort of coming into 90s nostalgia, but is the 90s the worst decade for ageing ever? Yes. 40s and 50s, you've got the dark, you've got the, you know, the black and white sort of sexy suits and all that. Uh, that sort of bleeds into the 60s, that and the whole hippie thing has aged well, the psychedelica. The 70s, the sort of rock has aged well. The 80s, aesthetic, everybody loves the 80s. Then you've got the 90s, and it's just any time a 90s, something 90s retro happens. Yeah. I like the 90s a lot, actually. Mm. I don't know. I've never seen it. I Um, mean, a film like Sliding Doors wouldn't work now because, and I think this was a lot with a lot of rom coms, pick up the phone and text them. Yes, you got annoyed with me because I wrote a rom com and it was set in and the first the first thing is this is set in the mid eighties in New York, and uh, you were like, "Why is it set in the eighties again?" And I was like, "Because I don't want because some of these arguments are just going to be better in person than over bloody mm. FaceTime because yeah, in real sense. life they were over FaceTime or over Messenger, and I thought, yeah, it does oh. make sense. It's- Yeah. It's mainly just because everything I write is set in the 80s, uh, very specifically. You do get it. Um, So I I, I understand that aspect of it. But I I get it as well with Facebook. I I think the soundtrack, yeah. 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 So, no, I think the 90s is great. Some more changes. Uh, I know I can tell. What's that? I know. I can oh, tell. Uh, is it You Kissed Me? Uh, I know. I can tell. I can't remember. Uh, the terrible paint colour she chooses for a PR office. Yeah, oh my it's all green. God. It's terrible. Um, I do like green. All of the psychic links. Anytime. Oh, she where goes, she's like, she's like, I knew they'd be a rowing, a rowing race on today. I knew they'd be wearing white and purple. Like, why yeah. did you have to put in the bit where you knew they'd be wearing? I white had and a green? dream, and you were there, and you were wearing a mask, and you. <laughs> I thought, this is yeah. Doesn't, it's not needed at all. The, the, for the conceit of the film to work, you just don't need it. Um, what's the change? Oh, we've done it. <laughs> what's left from Will's nose? Nothing. Anything Do left from your nose, left? Katrina? Um, I wish that Jerry was less of a twat in it. <laughs> oh, that, no, yeah. um, <laughs> I, in fact, I, oh, I just lost my head I kind of actually wish Jerry was more of a horrible person. Because mm. you could argue that he's like terrible in that, but I kind of wish, I, mean, I guess he is quite mean. But like sometimes it's played off for like laughs and things. I think you said that earlier yeah. that like he's such a bum. Like played off for laughs. It's like actually he's just like a terrible, not nice person. Mm. I could have done with that. Gene Triple Horn becomes Russell. the villain. There's that's yeah, like but come yeah. the end of the film, Gene she Triplehorn becomes, becomes the villain. Moss and Jerry sort of becomes the guy who's just like, No, I want to get back to Helen. I know I've realised what I'm missing. Like I want to get rid of Gene Triplehorn. 
Mm. Um, um, I think one thing I would change is the fact that she has a miscarriage when she falls down the stairs. She loses the baby. Yeah. Yeah, but that's because she needs to be with John Hannah, isn't it? Yeah, but I feel like he'd be the, the type to take on someone else's kid. I just feel yes. like it wasn't... It, exactly. I just feel like it was unnecessary for her to have, like, lost her child in I that. I guess it's the symmetry. Because she seems, like, kind of fine afterwards. Mm. She mm. doesn't, like, you know... My one of my favorite parts of the film is like during those scenes where you can see her wig. You see like the the lace front wig, and I'm like, oh, she's wearing a wig in that bit. Um, you know, in *Forgetting Sarah Marshall*, where Kristen Bell does her impression of Russell Brand, and she goes, "Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit." Is she trying? To, is she doing an exact ripoff of when um, Gwyneth Paltrow in this goes, "Bullshit, bullshit." It was just something Maybe. I noticed. It was just something. Helen! 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 Helen, you made a mistake! Oh, I'm such an idiot! Helen, look at me. Listen to me, please. No, you listen! I never want to see you again. I have been through enough for one year. I stupidly believe that he was a man who was different from men, but it is clear that I made a mistake. Now, please do me a favor and go away. I am married, Helen, but I am separated. We'll walk away if you want, but take this with you. The woman you saw today was the woman I married three years ago. We separated six months ago and soon we'll be divorced. Nothing aggressive. I didn't tell you before because I don't know why I I have wanted to tell you so many times. And... Um, James's rebound theory is really solid, actually. I think everybody's always on the rebound. As soon yeah. as you've had a big relationship, it doesn't matter. That's um, what's it? What's it from? There's the it's Harry Met Sally, isn't it? The uh, the the uh, the link person. It's always you need someone to get over the last person. So it's never you never go on to the next person knowing yeah, she, that no, it's no, gonna no, last forever. Well, it's no, it's when he's taught when she's crying about um the guy who the guy from the airport at the beginning who's now re, who's now getting married and she's like mm. he, she should be his she should be his fling. She, she's yeah. not the one. Here's something I would change, actually. Shoot. So when when they're in the boot the boat bit and she goes, Who's your rebound then? And he goes, Oh Pam, why didn't he just say his ex-wife? Oh, because you need because you need it, don't you? I know, but why <laughs> didn't he? Like yeah. I, why didn't he go, Oh well actually I'm just you know, I'm just currently going through a divorce. We're very you know, we're still on good terms, but we are, mm. you know, we're separated. Because that's um, that's exactly what his character would do. He would make a joke instead of being emotional. I know, Every and I think maybe that's his. That's his. Maybe that's his downfall. When you were like, yeah. "Is he too perfect?" No, he's not serious with her, and he's he's not. You know, he doesn't. Mm. Yeah. 
He doesn't actually let her in because he is also going through a lot of stuff. It's time for a few fun facts. There isn't an alternate ending. John Hannah stopped worrying about catching trains after this film. I don't run for trains anymore. If I meant to get the train, I'll get it. If I don't, there'll be another one along in a few minutes. Except there wasn't in that film. She had to get a taxi. She had to get a taxi and she was booked. (laughs) Very helpful taxi driver who took her to the hospital. Um, Sidney Pollock was big, was a main reason why this film got made. Uh, Wonderful director in his own right, Tootsie. Uh, he's also in Tootsie as the um, the agent. Uh, he also directed Out of Africa, which isn't good. The Firm, which is fine. Also starring Gene Triplehorn. Uh, and basically, he and then he was biggie in the editing suite because he knew that the editing was a maker breaker with this film. Um, and he's completely yeah, he did good. Peter Howitt is good friends with Brian May of the band Queen and gave him a copy of the finished script, asking him to write a song for the film. May penned the song Another World, but was told a few months into production that they couldn't use it because another record company was co-financing the film. May kept the song and it became the thematic thread for his solo album, Another World. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Mm. John Hanna claimed that playing James Hamilton was the hardest thing I've ever done. Like in life, it's much easier to be depressed than to be happy. Being happy and smiling naturally on Take 18 is really tough. Give me bawling my eyes out anytime. Are you okay, John Hammer? (laughs) Is everything all right at home? Uh, Here's two uh, possibilities, casting-wise. Mini Driver for Helen. I prefer Gwyneth. I think Gwyneth's okay. Let me Google her. Uh, she's um, she's the girlfriend. She's Skylar in uh, Good Will Hunting. Oh yeah, now for Gwyneth. Yeah, um, Gillian Anderson. I mean, Gillian Anderson can do. What is Helen? As Helen. She'd have made a good Lydia. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Why She'd is have made it... a way better? Why did Gillian Anderson ever make like a Basic Instinct or a Fatal Attraction where she was this sexy, evil murderer? I don't know. That would be great. She'd have made a good Lydia, though. She'd have made a very good Lydia. Oh, Gene Triplehorn is in Basic Instinct, I forgot to say. Uh, Peter Howitt got the idea for the film after almost getting hit by a car. He was late in a meeting at Charing Cross and innocently walking along London's Charing Cross Road. I couldn't decide if I should run for the train or first call my mate at a public phone. I impulsively dashed across the street and was nearly hit by a car, and that brush with death got me thinking. Something inside my head thought, that's interesting. What if he had hit me? What are the knock-on effects? The domino effects. Seven years separated that fateful near-death experience and the finished product. In between, there were 20 script rewrites, thousands of pounds of debt, and one nervous breakdown. All I could do was stay in my flat in Fulham and cry and write the script for Sliding Doors. The worst lasted about three months. Then I slowly began to get better. Now I'm really glad it happened. He also stopped getting his hair cut until he was done with the movie. (laughs) Oh, God. So... Sounds like you, Tom. (laughs) I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow, I will have you know, Katrina. Oh. Also, it's not shabby. Um, 
you know, the depression I get. Uh, terrible tagline, <laughs> terrible tagline here. Helen is about to find that romance has never been this much fun. She's not going to find that. Oh. This is not fun at all. That doesn't fit anything to do with the film no. either. I like the, um, the DVD's great with the flip, <laughs> the flip, uh, and it's got the same, there are two sides to every story. Helen is about to live one of them at the same, t- both of them at the same time. Romance was never this much fun. And then the other one is, what if one split second sent your life in two completely different directions? Helen is about to find that romance was never this much fun. Um, Get rid of that bit. Get rid of that bit. Either at the beginning of those two are fine. Two top performances from Paltrow and Hannah. A delightful film that's a real treat for romantics. I wish that John Hannah had done more rom-coms as the leading man. Yeah. So obviously you've got four weddings. Let's have a quick let's have a quick look at John Hammer's career. Let's see. Uh, so four weddings and a funeral. His other two the top mummy. movies are the mummies. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's in an American TV show now called Transplant, uh, where he's one of the leads. So he's raking in that money. Uh, he plays Jed Bishop, which is a good name. Um, he was in a BBC thing called The Victim. He was in the Overboard remake. Did any of us watch the Overboard remake? No. No. Uh, any of us like the big, the original Overboard? Never seen it. Mm, it's fun. He was in the, the A Midsummer Night's Dream with uh, Maxine Peake. I presume you enjoyed that, Will. I did enjoy that, yes. Yes. Uh, oh, A Touch of Cloth. Did anybody watch a touch Oh my of god, cloth? brilliant. That was so I loved funny. A touch of cloth. That was so good. <laughs> he plays the detective in The Widower. Um, the other wife. Oh, this looks this looks fun. Two-part drama about a wife who finds out her husband has another wife and child after he's killed in a plane crash. And it's got Rupert Everett in it. Oh, that sounds that sounds fun. Uh, he was in Damages, he was in all of the Spartacus. Um Oh, Cold Blood. That was his big show, wasn't it? That was... He had his own show for a while. He was in a Marple. Yeah, I, I can I can. See I think I recently watched... Movies. Was he in Miss Marple? Like an episode of... Yes, his Mar- Yeah, 450 from Paddington. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched that a few weeks ago. I went, oh my God, it's John Hannah. The, um... Wait, was Sliding Dogs before Four Weddings? No, of course it wasn't. Uh, so slide it, yeah. So he is in a rom com here called So This Is Romance, uh, which has is rated 5.1. Mike's alcoholic father tells him there is only one thing to make life worth living the Empress. To Mike, however, the a... Empress's love that lasts forever, <laughs> not sex that lasts for days. Sorry, sorry, I just found that he's in a 2013 film called The Christmas Candle. Ooh. Featuring Susan Boyle. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, great. Who is he in it? Yeah, he plays William Barstow. But yes, yeah, Susan Boyle's in it. He's, yeah, he's in. And Samantha Barks, who plays Eponine in oh, um, yes. Les Mis, she's in it as well. 21%. Is he? Yeah. 
Good old, good old John Hanna. He currently lives in London with his wife, Joanna Roth, and their two children. So, uh, and thus concludes Sliding Doors. Synopsis of a sequel. Do we want to... I, I was very happy that the ending wasn't the same thing again. Mm. I was, I, there was a, at the it's back of my... It's just a suggestion of, oh, that's going to happen now. No, no, I mean, at the back of my mind, I was thinking she's going to get the elevator and also there's going to be, we're going to see just a flash of her oh. catching the elevator and yeah, not getting thought, John Hannah. Yeah. I thought, oh, thank God that... Uh, there's she's a, a, a she's child a with a doll going across the van. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it, it, yeah. it's a weird sense that she is at peace. I don't want any sequel from that film. I don't. I, I'm pretty sure that you can rest easy, and that nobody's going to touch. <laughs> what about a What about a net, Netflix? They could bash ten episodes out of this, couldn't they? Yeah, for anything, would, Netflix. Would Netflix do three realities? Do you need three realities for a ten, ten episode series? Five. I think it'd be a remake. I don't think it'd be... I don't think they'd do a sequel. And I think it would be set in America. Yeah. Mm. Boring. Here's a question. Accent-wise, why wasn't she just American? Right, if Lydia was American, why couldn't she be American? You know... There were no English people. Like all your Richard Curtis's... Like his his clearly his perfect woman is an American, you know, transplant, you know, Notting it's Notting Hill, it's Andy McDowell, it's it's um No, Notting Hill is Julia Roberts. I know, I was saying it's Notting Hill, and then I thought I should be more specific. And so I was like, it's Andy McDowell, it's Rachel McAdams. I know that I should have said it's Julia Roberts, Andy McDowell, and Rachel McAdams. I understand and and um, <laughs> and uh Mad Men, uh, Betty Betty Draper, but she's called January Jones in the boat that rocked. She plays yeah. the oh, American, yeah. the American beautiful, wonderful, and the one who breaks um, Chris O'Dowd's heart. Yeah, yeah, and the one who's she is also in Love Actually. She's one of the horny Americans who goes off with yeah. uh, the Brits. Yeah, Colin. Uh, Colin. <laughs> Worst part of the thing. Actually, it's all bad. Collins. Uh, the oh, entire. We love, actually. I love Love Actually. We don't Disagree. Love love actually. But, but I like that you like sliding bad. doors. Yes, we did like sliding doors. Katrina, it's been an absolute pleasure. Currently, uh, you are the next scheduled one you are in for is ooh, a bit of Tarantino, a bit of Django Unchained. Yay! So, um, if not for scheduling conflicts and blah 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 blah. We will see you then. It's been a pleasure. I've been Thomas Carruthers. I've been Will Leggetter. And... Katrina Unit. <laughs> Thank you very much. And um, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> uh-huh. uh...